And y'all have no idea how excited I am to be doing this, to be starting this, because your girl always has something to say. And I think what better way to start a platform than my ass talking? So if you don't know who I am, my name is Kayvana, but I do not really go by that name. I usually just go by Vaughn because, you know, I got one of them names that people just butcher. So let me make it easier for you and y'all can just call me Vaughn cool we on the same page now my podcast is named leave it on the table and just a little bit about my podcast is honestly I developed it because one I love to talk but two I have just been thinking over the last couple months and I should just go ahead and throw in a disclaimer that I am Christian there's actually a lot of us and I didn't realize it but yeah I am Christian but One thing that I know that I've been talking to God about over the last couple months was what is my calling? And definitely we are all called to serve. Of course, that's what God did for us. So he expects us, Jesus Christ, to live the life that he gave to us. But, you know, basically show that that same care that he showed for us, he wants us to show for other people. Now. When he said call to serve, that can be in many different forms. It don't always have to be a pastor, minister, pastor, evangelist. Like, it don't don't have to be that. And I knew I was not called to be any of those things. However, he did develop this thing to me that I am just called to do public speaking, to speak my truth, to, you know, just not necessarily always talk about my life, but just kind of be that, that, that listening ear for a person that also be that voice and not an echo for a person you know so I decided to do this podcast because I wanted to speak my truth but also I'm allowing this podcast to be something where especially introverted people can take the time out to you know y'all can send me submissions in my dms on twitter and if you're not following me on twitter please do it is at Vita Lavon, that's V as in Victor, I-D-A-L-A-V-O-N. So it'll be on my bio, of course. So if you didn't hear that and catch it, then you can just check on there. But anyways, you guys can send me submissions if you guys want me to talk about anything personal to you. It is definitely open it to being anonymous. Like, I don't have to state who you are. And I wouldn't, obviously, because that just put more people in your business and that's just not what I'm trying to do here I'm just you know trying to be that listening ear for you and you know just do what I do and you know be that that voice for you because a lot of people don't have the opportunity to have that one person that they can talk to and even if you're just as extroverted as hell like myself there are some times where people are not there or you know you you just don't really want to 
talk to someone that you really know. You want to talk to someone who has no idea about your life and are completely, you know, anonymous to your background, I guess. And you just want them to listen to one certain thing. And, you know, there's not many people in this world that you can do that with, especially like, you know, our generation. I can't trust the soul. So I get you. Okay, power to the introverted people for keeping y'all business to yourself. But, you know, it's always good to have that community and someone that you can you know, talk to about anything. And I'm that girl for you if you allow me to be. So enough of talking about my podcast and, you know, what it's about. Y'all know what it is and we finna just get started on my topic. So I asked you guys on Twitter, which I'm going to do every other podcast because I plan to do one week of podcast, um, based off a topic that you guys voted for and then of course I want to do a topic that I want to talk about and that we're just gonna go from there. I asked you guys on Twitter um what topic did y'all want me to talk about for my first episode and I gave y'all four of them and of course I already knew I should have just started recording because I already knew what y'all was going to choose in the first place or what was going to be you know number one topic and of course as y'all can tell from the title of this podcast it is definitely engaged at 19 married at 21 okay (laughs) already knew that was gonna happen but we're gonna go ahead and get started a little bit so let me throw in a little disclaimer okay um and I'm gonna throw in a lot of those just for heads up but I know that y'all have an attention span let me not say y'all, we as a generation have an attention span of the size of a mustard seed okay the size we must see so I'm gonna try to make this as short as possible that's why I decided to pretty much write down like a little outline of what I want to talk about so I can keep it short and sweet because I can talk all day okay cool so we're gonna start off by talking about my life being engaged at 19 so first and foremost this is not going to be a a tutorial of how to get engaged, okay? Because I just think that's stupid. It's just it's stupid as heck. Now, as far as how did I get engaged with huge, big quotes around it, okay? How did I get engaged? I There was nothing that I did. Let me just be honest with you, okay? There was nothing that I did to get engaged. I didn't beg nobody. I didn't talk about it. I didn't say, oh my gosh, like, I can't wait until a ring is on my finger. I didn't do none of that, okay? Because I didn't have time for it. If a nigga gonna want me, he gonna want me. If he don't want me, he not gonna want me. I mean, simple as that. That's just, that's just how I feel, to be honest. And, you know, it's just... I'm not saying, okay, no, it's called leave it on the table, Kaylana, just speak your truth. Okay, so I actually, I, I'm very irritated when I see females so like, I, I feel like nowadays it's so pushy to be engaged, you know, it's, it's, I just think that is just ridiculous. That's not what that was made to be for. If he's going to want you and if he wants to spend the rest of his life with you, whether that man cheats or not. If I think it's a big step. What if that's a dog dead nigga for him to sit there and engage you to get on his knee to let you know all this stuff, whether if it's fake or not and propose to you. I think that's just a big thing. Okay. 
Especially if you didn't ask for it, if you didn't beg for it, if you didn't even say anything about it. If he just thought out of his little old brain, okay, to do that, I think that is just absolutely phenomenal. But if it's somebody that has been begging to be engaged for like the longest to be, baby, slow down, okay? Because if it was meant for you, it was going to be meant for you. Like, chill, okay? Enjoy your life of where you are now because I'm telling y'all, when I get more into this story, it's, 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 you you gonna see why um secondly i put on here distaste for being engaged now engaged girl speak speak kevana speak <laughs> distaste for being engaged now what i mean by that is when i got engaged in september of 2016 i'll never forget it was september 2nd it was memorial day weekend i'm sorry no it was labor day weekend get your holidays straight um yeah it was labor day weekend mind y'all I knew something was going to happen when I was going out there because we've been planning this trip for me to come and visit him since like June of that year. And so I just felt in my spirit something was about to happen. Whether if homeboy was going to give me like a diamond necklace and, you know, it was going to be cute and my hair was going to be down and stuff. And he goes say, you know, pick up your hair, girl, and, you know, put the necklace around me. Like, you know, I was on that type of level stuff. I didn't really think... He was honestly going to engage, oh, you know, basically like propose to me. But I don't I don't know. Like, I just really felt something was going to happen in my spirit. And of course, when that time came and, you know, he proposed and everything, it was just really an exciting moment and everything. And, you know, I was really happy, genuinely, because I really did not expect that to even happen, you know. So when I pretty much you know, put it on social media and stuff like, cause I'm very open to doing that or whatever. And you know, if I'm not posting something is wrong, you better run. That's all I got to say. And when I posted it, when I say there were just a crazy mixed emotions from people versus to today, like when I say it was so much distaste for me being engaged, I think it was it was kind of insane. Like, I got some comments out the butt. Do you hear me? Like, people were talking about, you know, you're too young to get married or you have any experience life yet. One person told me you can't even buy beer yet and you're being engaged. Like, bro, you just don't understand. Like, that really threw me off. I was so confused because it was... I. How do you have distaste for a person being engaged? Like, the least you can say is congratulations and, you know, move around. But, you know, that, that necessarily didn't really, like, you know, made me sensitive about anything. It just really, of course, made me more encouraged to, you know, prove people wrong because age is obviously and will never be important when it comes to that side of life you know when it comes to that category of love like you cannot put a number on love when you got it you got it when you don't you don't period I know some 40 50 60 year old people that are not even ready for marriage or that are not you know that it's they're just not in a place where just because you're old that does not mean that you're mature enough to be in a relationship I don't care what nobody say like I've learned it. I've seen it. I've witnessed it. Period. You cannot tell me anything, especially at this point in my life. No, absolutely not. And I just thought that that was crazy compared to now where 
being engaged is an epidemic. It's, it's, at first I thought being engaged was like, you know, an amazing thing. And you know, let me, let me, let me backtrack. I think it's still an amazing thing. Matter of fact, I know it is amazing thing. But y'all didn't take this engagement to a whole nother level, my nigga. Like, I don't understand. It's be happy, move around, mind your business. That's that's all you need to do. Like all that extra sedity stuff, y'all be tweeting, y'all be Instagram, like that. Enjoy yourself, okay? Like, I ain't saying you can't flaunt, but there there's a difference between flaunting because you're really excited and you're really happy and genuinely love this person that you went that you engaged versus to flaunting because you you you, you I, I, I just don't understand like bro y'all don't understand that 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 really irritates me bro like it really does because it just doesn't make any sense to me you should be this stage of your life being engaged you really should be focused on that because if God says the same if if it comes down to it if God don't want you to be engaged baby love he gonna do something he gonna he really gonna fix you up so all that flaunting you done done all that all that extra sedity stuff you done done and it's gonna be for a waste of time especially if God makes his way of taking that away from you so you better be grateful because some girls out here definitely want to be every girl want to be engaged okay that's 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 just you know it, it doesn't have to be a learned behavior it's just something that just comes with being a girl and dudes too like i'm pretty sure they want a wife eventually but girls it's it's always been you know a dream for a girl to be able to be engaged not only that but be married to have a husband to have a family you know so focus on that rather than doing what you're doing and at this point if the shoe fit wear it if you listening to me right now so you know I ain't trying to be rude congratulations for your engagement but coming from me for being engaged for two years you need to be focusing on your marriage I mean your, your your engagement because everybody out here all they can do is give you a congratulation and a clap and if that's that's all you needed you can get 100 claps to yourself hey let me give some for you if that's what you want because this is just that's that's just how i feel so yeah um let's see next on being engaged like definitely has some parental issues i'm not gonna go too in depth with that because that is business that is pertaining to me but at the same time, definitely there was parental issues. Not being engaged, but it was just me and AJ has never like and AJ is my husband, by the way. If any if you want to, yeah, if you don't know his name, but there were so many problems that were arising for the first time in my relationship with AJ. Mind y'all, he proposed to me after seven months of being together, I think. Yeah, I think it was just seven months. And, um, you know, through that seven months, we were, uh, I mean, cool as water. Okay, like we was real chill. Like there were no issues, especially between him and I. It was just a really, really enjoyable time of being in a relationship. You know, like it was it was stupid fun. And then all of a sudden we get engaged. It was just like it was crazy. But, you know, it comes with the price and I just feel like you know although today is a whole different story I that that was that was a 
nice little experience when there's like parental issues involved but I mean look we made it that's all I gotta say (laughs) uh definitely long distance was a big issue I know within our first seven months of being together yeah he went to boot camp and all that other stuff and we weren't really seeing each other but at that time long distance wasn't really an issue for us believe it or not we talked all the time and it wasn't just honestly an issue but then it's like when we got engaged I do feel like it was a big bigger connection between us and long distance started hitting it started being a big thing so definitely that hit and wow like that that was that was a crazy experience because I always wanted to be with him every single day and I knew that that wasn't you know a thing at the time and it's still not a thing even though we're married it's it's not a thing to where I can see AJ every day so that was really hard to deal with and being in school and trying to plan the wedding and having no help from him not because he didn't want to but he couldn't and you know having the military pretty much like dictate his life that was that was something that was pretty hard to deal with and I think one of the hardest and this is the last one for being engaged, but one of the hardest things I had to deal with being engaged definitely was deployment. Oh my gosh. Like when I say y'all, that was really the longest six months and what was it? Six months and like eight days. Yeah, it was like six months and eight days of a deployment of my life. First off, I wasn't used to it being like not talking to him for a very long time. I mean, the first what one, two, three, four, maybe four or five ish months, we didn't really talk like that. But that like last five and a half to six months, dude, we talk like every day. Like we pretty much went broke putting so much money on a dang phone card. But like it's a lot of stuff that I had to deal with. Like I'm not going to lie to y'all. Like, I definitely felt neglected. And it wasn't his fault. It wasn't his fault. It was just I felt neglected because I had to go based off of when he was available, according to the military, to talk to me. You know, it's a lot easier, even though it's still hard. It definitely is a lot easier in this day and age versus to all life in the military due to the fact that, you know, they have phones and stuff now, like, all they could do was write letters even on deployment. Like, I only dealt with the writing letter thing during a boot camp, but, you know, definitely that was some hard stuff because knowing that when he would call me, I couldn't call back, oh, that just tore me up every time. And I knew that that was going to be a thing. I knew it was going to be an issue when I first, like, you know, knew he was getting on deployment and just knowing how deployment works of course you know I'm gonna feel some type of way but like when it was actually happening in the moment like that was nothing to play with and for all my military soon-to-be spouses or y'all just probably dating at the time but eventually he's gonna go let me tell y'all that's it's it's not an easy thing and I'm pretty sure y'all are aware of that but at the end of the day it's honestly not easy and then it's more 
not easy when you're actually experiencing it at the time. Like I can tell you it's not easy, but once you experience it, you're going to see what I'm talking about. So that was definitely something very hard because, you know, I it, it was not only was it not talking to him that was hard, but it was just like that having to go through that and experience it right before we got married was crazy. And being a believer, I feel rightfully so that God definitely put that 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 specific moment in our life for him to be deployed right before we got married for an absolute reason. Just because it really just pretty much showed, I guess, how severe it was for me to spend the rest of my life with him and like how much like he meant to me and I meant to him and for us to commit to each other legally like that's a big thing that's just how I feel about it all right so that is like the first part of my whole life of being engaged I guess and next I definitely want to talk about being married at 21 really I was married at 20 because my uh, (laughs) my wedding was the day before my birthday so technically I was married at 20 but we we just gonna say 21. So when I got married in March of 2018 which according to today was about almost two months ago um I got married on March 17th 2018. If you were in attendance to my wedding you know how much of a sensitive subject that is for me because I'm gonna just tell it how it was. That was one of the worst days of my entire life because y'all don't understand y'all waiting so long to be married to this man and wanting to have the best wedding in the world. I feel like I worked so hard for that to be the most special day of my life. You know, I feel like with the girl being born, being married, and having a gracious death is the three most important things, especially for myself, you know? And the fact that my wedding day was absolute trash, like, I'm going to be straight honest with y'all. I I haven't really, really put my feelings out there about that day, just because at the end of the day, the most important thing at the end of all that was me getting married, and it happened, you know? I'm legally married, freshly married. Nicely married, looking like a whole snack, a meal, a filling Derek's plate, okay? But all jokes to the side, that literally was the worst day of my life. For my wedding to start five hours later, behind some dumb, like some dumb shit, guys. Like real life dumb stuff. That was absolutely ridiculous. And I just really felt so bad because... It was so important to me for the people that I invited to be there and pretty much a lot of them left, but definitely a lot of them stayed. And I'm so thankful and grateful for all of y'all who did. And if I didn't really thank y'all enough, I'm thanking y'all, of course, now. And I will thank y'all forever for staying and witnessing what had happened, because although I made y'all starve, and at least I had open bar but I've made y'all starve and I made y'all wait that long I really do appreciate from the bottom of my heart for y'all being there because that was that was real 
that was real stuff. Because as I said at the wedding, if a wedding that I went to went past an hour and a half late, two hours max, I was gone. But the fact that y'all stayed, I really appreciated that. And, you know, that that was probably, that, that was big for me to know that that was like the worst day of my life. Like I can't, uh, right now, you know, it's easy for a lot of people to say, oh, okay, Vana, you know, you can go ahead and, um, you can go ahead and do another wedding or, you know, have another reception and blah, 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 blah. It's so easy for y'all to say that because that, that wasn't y'all, you know? For me to be Kayvana Stallings now, if you know me, you know how I am when it comes to events. Like, I have I have to enjoy myself. If if it doesn't happen the way that I like it, I'm going to hold on to it. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be cool about it for the first little minute of it. But to think back, to know that right now, if I think about my wedding, I have to think about that for the rest of my life, regardless if I have another wedding or reception or however you want to put it. That still was the worst day of my life, period. So enough of my, my wedding. <laughs> um, being on this journey of being married, I have developed a lot of fake ass friends. OK, like I had I didn't realize how much of a fake ass friend archive I had. But I really I really have a lot of them. And I'm so grateful for y'all because I'm going to tell y'all now. I am a very, very extroverted person. I said that earlier, but I really, really am. And I have a lot of friends and I know a lot of people and I love a lot of people and I care for a lot of people. But it's like when I know that I'm like that, I don't I don't even I don't wake up no day trying to purposely, you know, have a problem with somebody and, you know, all that 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 elementary school stuff. But when I say I care for people, and especially if you're in my corner and if I know you, I'm going to do any and everything that I can do for a person more than I do for myself. And it's really bad because it's, it's I can say that, but if y'all see the amount I do for other people versus to myself, it's, it's kind of, it's sickening. And you should be worried. But that's just how I am. And when I see people, I, I think my biggest pet peeve is when I see a person where we left off on a great note, Okay. We leave off on good notes and then all of a sudden you just stop talking like you just fell off the face of this earth. Now I get it. That is probably a sign that God is showing me that they was not supposed to be in acquaintance with me in the first place. But damn, it's like, hold on now. Wait a minute. I, you know, I think it's valid when I probably had a problem with that person or if I've done something to them they've done something to me but we left off a good notes and then all of a sudden I just we don't just become friends no more there's no closure there's no I don't like that and that really makes me sick to my stomach and I get really upset about that like I do I, I really really mentally and physically get upset about that because it's like I really cared the best for you and I support you wholeheartedly but when you just cut me off like that that's kind of Oh, I don't mess with that. Like, I don't deal with that at all. And I think that is just so, oh, that is just so artificial to me. And oh, I don't know. It, it really bothers me. And I've had a lot of that. I definitely, you know, a lot of people don't talk to me or I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But I'm not worried. Not anymore, at least. But I definitely had to deal with that. That's 
that's that's a big definite. Another thing that I've noticed um, being married is I have learned so much more about my husband than what he was before we got married. And I'm talking about, you know, his values and, you know, just the way that he structures himself in his life. And I'm pretty sure he's like the same way about me and how I do certain things. And there's some things that I'm like, wow, like, I wish I could like take after him with that. And then there's some things I'm just like, nigga, are you stupid? Like, what in the heck? And then sometimes it's just a lot of things are just frustrating and I get this big attitude and we can talk. Like there's there's something just recently happened to where me and AJ was, um, you know, we talk to each other every day and um, we, name, we may not talk to each other like 24 hours, obviously out of the day, but majority of the time we talk a lot during the day and um for a whole week almost AJ and I would be on the phone and there would be nothing being said that's because let me admit I was very frustrated at him about some stuff and I just it was so bad to where I had nothing to say you know like I had nothing to say I didn't want to give him the time of day It was just, it was very frustrating. And although I really wanted to be on the phone with him and stuff for him, you know, just to hear his voice or see his face, no matter how frustrated I was. But then at the same time, I still didn't want to talk to him. And that went on for at least about a week. A lot of it was not just him. It was a lot of me kind of transitioning in my life. I've taken some big decisions lately um, in regards to school and you know, being back home and stuff is just it's a lot different. I'm not I'm, I'm living a life that I'm not necessarily used to. You know, I don't really go out anymore. And, you know, the whole friend thing was very new to me and not seeing AJ is really new to me. And it, it's, it's just a lot. You know, you would think I'd be used to it after two years. You can never get used to not seeing your significant other. It's it's just not it's not possible. So, you know, over the week, we haven't really talked to each other and. I've been crying like some days like it, it's just been hard it's it's definitely been a hard transition uh for the last couple months and AJ sat there and I know there was a lot of things that he was thinking like when he stares at me he, he has a whole bunch of stuff that he thinks about it he never really says it and of course he wasn't gonna say it at that point because we weren't really talking to each other especially myself and you know when he went to work one of these days he texted me and, you know, he sent me two scriptures that I feel like I had to share with y'all. Part of my reasoning of not talking to him, it was just, I was tired. I was tired of doing the things that I always do. And, you know, I, I was just tired. I felt like I, I couldn't do what I was doing anymore. And it was just a lot. Like I, I can go on and on about it, but it was honestly, for the lack of a better phrase, it was a lot, a lot to do with And AJ knew more, of course, in depth of why I was feeling the way that I was feeling. And um, he sent me the two scriptures. And the first one uh, was Ephesians, uh, what was it? Ephesians 21, no, line. Ephesians 5, 21 through 33. And I'm going to quickly read it for y'all real quick. Um, And this is a note for people, you know, 
this is coming from God himself. And then also, this is something that I feel like a lot of people need to be aware of. And I'm pretty sure some of y'all probably read this and know this and are aware of what I'm about to say. And I'm pretty sure y'all have heard it from your parents and grandparents. But this right here, based off of this past week, it's very, very real. And it's very essential to any marriage, any relationship especially if you thinking that you're going to be with this person for the rest of your life there are definitely some rules and regulations that need to be followed and if it's not followed it's going to be a hard 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 time for you and um here it is so um it says submit yourselves to one another because of your reference for christ wives submit to your husbands as to the lord for a husband has authority over his wife, just as Christ has authority over the church. And Christ himself is himself the savior of the church, his body. And so wives must submit completely to their husbands, just as the church submits itself to Christ. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave his life for it. He did this to dedicate the church to God by his word after making it clean by washing it in water in order to present the church to himself in all its beauty, pure and faultless, without spot or wrinkle or any other imperfection. Men ought to love their wives just as they love their own bodies. A man who loves his wife loves himself. People never hate their own bodies. Instead, they feed them and take care of them just as Christ does the church. For we are members of his body. As the scripture says, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and unite with his wife and the two will become one. There is a deep secret truth revealed in the scripture, which I understand as applying to Christ in the church. But it also applies to you. Every husband must love his wife as himself and every wife must respect her husband. Let me tell y'all, that was a lot. I feel like it was self-explanatory, but I feel like there's a, still a lot that's underlying within those scriptures. And, oh, man, it's just it's so fulfilling to hear certain things like that, because it is very true when I've heard this some time back. A lot of the issues that we deal with in today's society and forever and more all has been dealt with within this Bible. And I'm pre every answer to your issues my people are in the word like I guarantee y'all every answer is in there it's very hard to find don't get me wrong but that is why google was developed if you're not very very scripturally like intelligent go on google search for your situation it's gonna be on there I guarantee you like Without a doubt, it is. The other scripture I want to read to y'all real quick is um something that I realized that why military relationships are so hard, especially when you get married and he's still in the military and there's long distance and you're now moved in with him. This scripture right here threw me for a loop. Like I literally had to cry. I had every reason to cry because it was so important to me and it just made so much sense as to why there's so much trouble within my relationship. Now, it's not so much trouble to a point where I'm like, oh, I want to leave deuces. But no, it's just a lot that you have, you, have, you have to deal with 
you know, <laughs> your situation. And of course, it's going to be more issues, especially when it's probably not done the correct way, but you're going to get through it regardless. So the scripture is Deuteronomy 24 and 5. It says, when a man is newly married, he is not to be drafted into military service or any other public duty. He is to be excused from duty for one year so that he can stay at home and make his wife happy. Let me tell y'all something, okay? <laughs> I literally was so affected. It was insane, okay? Like, oh man, I feel like I'm just experiencing so much and I see why. Okay, I see why it was, I, I just see why we go through what we go through. Just because it is true, like, oh man, it is, I feel so much, well not now, at least not now. Because I feel like I've, I've seen a bunch of confirming things and, you know, I've gotten myself busy. And especially with this podcast, it's definitely going to keep me busy to not think about it, but you know, I did feel at a certain point I was very, very neglected when we first, first started off. And when he like first left um, after we got married, I definitely felt neglected for a couple weeks. Reading the scripture was definitely reassuring for me. And because it was so true, you know, it doesn't, you know, I feel like it doesn't even just apply to people that are dating people in the military. You know, it, it definitely can be a regular schmegler relationship, okay? A regular civilian relationship. It doesn't matter, like, when husbands or when the man is getting married to their wife, like, they definitely need to spend that time together. And although I have not had my honeymoon yet, I think a lot of it has to deal with that, too, because uh, we really never kind of spent that alone time with each other, um, ever. We've never been on a vacation, so I definitely think that's really important within my relationship and anybody's relationship. But for all you newly engaged people, too, I believe regardless of what your wedding is, you know, have at it. But I believe that your honeymoon is so, 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 so important. Now, I'm not saying you you have to go overseas or you have to do be out of the U.S. to be satisfied with your honeymoon like it can be locally I just feel like it's very important for you to take a couple days with your newly husband or your newly wife and enjoy that time together because I haven't had that time yet it's coming soon it's definitely coming coming soon and we're planning for it and I'm really excited but I really feel like it's important right after that that wedding because oh man that that's gonna be very very essential to your life I guarantee you take it from me what else did I have to say? Oh, one other thing that I feel like being married at 21 that I had to realize is you, me personally, I don't believe in divorce. I don't care what it is. I, I think it was big enough to even say yes when he asked me to marry him. But to think about even trying to be divorced, no, sir, no, ma'am, it's not happening. I think everybody should have that type of mentality when you're getting married and stop thinking being engaged and being married is all about your ring or all about saying my fiance, huh? What? No, no, it's, it's, it's far more important than that. But I will say this. 
for all my newly people. And this is not just related to y'all too. I, I think this should be for everyone. When you're married, you can't just break up like when you're in a relationship, okay? Or like when you're, you know, in your boyfriend, girlfriend stage or when you're just, you know, engaged. You can't just, you know, break up when you're married. You got to pay to do that shit now. <laughs> so just be ready when that happens because the longer, the more you pay, okay? So I just think that a lot of people lose that point and I just feel like they value a lot more other things outside of what's supposed to be valued and they mess up and when they get into the marriage they get married it's been six months they get know your nerves so bad you want to leave no 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 that's that's not how that's supposed to go if you want to do anything right in this world be be very secure and be very confident that you're about to marry someone and I feel like if we all think that you're going to spend the rest of your life with this person and not just a year or two and then you want to get out there, Joker, that's just not how things work. That is very disheartening to see that you work so hard, especially if you have a big ass wedding, especially if you have a big one and you did all that. And you went on this honeymoon and you took all these pictures and you said all this stuff and you posted all this stuff. And then all of a sudden y'all getting divorced. I don't get it. Mm-mm. I just don't get it. I don't, I I don't get it. And I'm not going to get it. I don't want to get it because it's not happening. (laughs) So, um, I think that's all that I have to say as far as like being married. Why? I really do hope that y'all enjoyed and was very entertained and informed by this podcast. I appreciate y'all taking the time out to listen because man, like I've been really, really, really wanting to just spit a bunch of game about where I am in life and how this life experience has been because I've never been the type of person to be love struck and being in a relationship all the time I was just not that type of person especially in high school I was minding my business and doing me that's just how I was and then of course when I met my husband it was kind of a whole different stories it kind of brought the 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 real emotional person out of me and I've never loved someone just like I love my husband and I've never been loved by someone the way that he loves me so it's been a nice little ride and I just want to give some hope to people that probably are starting this stage of their life or haven't even reached that point yet but are prepared and aware of other different experiences like myself and yeah, I really do hope to keep this going. And if y'all have anything that y'all want me to talk about more in this topic of being engaged and married and all that other good stuff, please don't hesitate to DM me on my Twitter. That is Vita Levon. Again, it will be in my bio on the SoundCloud. So be sure to follow me and reach out and, you know, y'all give me y'all thoughts and everything tweet tell me you know let me know what's going on and i hope to see y'all in my next and y'all know i can't end this podcast without dropping some fire okay so let me go ahead and put that on
So deep in my feelings Notice they really like me Can't control my anxiety Feeling like I'm touching the ceiling When I'm with you I can't breathe Boy you do something to me Listen to me.